You're listening to The Relaunch Podcast, and I'm your host, Hilary DeCesar, best-selling author, speaker, and transformational coach widely recognized in the worlds of neuropsychology and business launches, which cultivated the one and only 3HQ method, helping midlife women, yep, that's me too, rebuild a life of purpose, possibility, and inspiring business ventures. Each week, we'll be diving into the stories that brought upon the most inspirational relaunches while sharing the methods and the secrets that they learned along the way so that you too can have not just an ordinary relaunch, but an extraordinary relaunch. Welcome back everyone. And today is going to be the day. This is the relaunch podcast. And I have two of the most incredible people sitting on my right, if you're watching this, and sitting on the left. And let me tell you, we are going to go into what really is important in life. And that is not just your business. You are not just the entrepreneur, but you are literally the entrepreneur of your life. And that includes fam bam time. And I've got Miss Rosie DeCesar and Miss Danny DeCesar, my two girls. And we're going to be getting into all things DeCesar and all things about how things actually happen for them and the crazy things that I did with them when they were younger to help with the evolution of the Relaunch Co. So I'm like shaking in my boots right now. I'm so excited to have these two on. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I always like to do what we do on every show, which is what was your most significant relaunch? And what would you say that is? Why don't we start with Danny? What was your most significant relaunch? I think my most significant relaunch was when I was in high school. Um, out of nowhere, I think sophomore, junior year, I got super sick. Went to the hospital and needed emergency gallbladder surgery. It was a long healing road where I would get these abdominal migraines that would happen multiple times a day. And I missed like 100 days of school following the year that I got my gallbladder taken out. So it was a crazy time. It was a longer road to get back to where I am today, but learned a lot from it. Okay, so my question is, do you think you needed your gallbladder out? No, I don't. That's really interesting. Okay, why is that? Because the same feeling that caused me to go into the hospital, that abdominal migraine, was why they thought I needed it out, but it ended up happening 10 times worse, 10 times a day. You still have surgery. them. Yeah. You still have them even up till now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Much more infrequent now, but yes. Oh, doesn't that just like, it's craziness. Crazy. One uh, again less now. Uh, <laughs> and Rosie, what would you say? Are you going by Rosie or Devin? Devin Rose is her real name. What, what, what do you really? I think I'm going to go by Rosie right now. <laughs> <laughs> we can just stick with Rosie. I have alter egos. Devin is kind of more my feisty side and Rosie is sweet family side. So. <laughs> oh, is this we'll, we'll stick with the, Rosie. This is the sweet family side going yeah. on here. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think your most significant relaunches? I think, honestly, I think you've mentioned that you can have multiple relaunches. And I wouldn't say I've had a huge significant one quite yet, but I think there's two. I think... My first one was when I decided to study abroad my first semester of college. 
in Rome, Italy. And that was definitely, it just pushed me out of my comfort zone. I was kind of just so comfortable at home. Like I was definitely someone that relied on my family and my parents for everything. And it kind of just forced me to break out of that comfort zone and just kind of be on my own and start my own life. And it created just an independent version of myself. And then can I, think, I tell you something about that? I thought that if COVID didn't happen and mm -hmm. had to, you had to be sent back in the second semester. Mm -hmm. I thought you may never come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You loved it so much that I'm like, oh my gosh, have we lost Rosie yeah. to Europe? <laughs> it just, it put in perspective to me that the world is so much bigger than this tiny town in California that I grew up. And it kind of just, it made me realize that there's endless possibilities. Like I can be whoever I want to be. And, you know, sometimes when you grow up in a small town, like everyone knows everything about you. And sometimes that can be quite comforting, but at other times it can kind of, you know, like force you not to change and open up your mind a little bit. And going into Rome just kind of showed me like the beautiful endless possibility of I can be whoever I want. And then my second relaunch, I would say I'm probably going through a relaunch right now in my life. I'm about to graduate school and I'm kind of just realizing my worth in like just jobs and school and stuff. And I'm in a really happy relationship. And so I'm just, I'm just really happy overall. And I think I'm just growing up and realizing my worth again. Oh. Can I tell you how many people need to hear that? Mm -hmm. Because that is one of the top limiting beliefs is not being good enough and not feeling like you have that self-worth. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. So what do you do when you get down, when you're, when you're blue? To be honest, recently I have been, when I'm feeling sad, I've just kind of been trying to force myself to do stuff. Whereas before when I was sad, I would kind of just isolate and be, as you guys know, I'd kind of just close my door and just be alone. And recently I've just been, you know, forcing myself, whether that be hanging out with friends, going to get, you know, I live in LA right now, so there's always stuff going on. And sometimes that can be a little scary just because it's like when you're sad and depressed, you just kind of want to go in a little cocoon. But I've just, whether it's been taking a walk, going for a drive, having conversation, calling my family, I've been trying to just talk to people more instead of just keeping burdens inside of me, which has been helpful. Mm. Okay. So you know what you didn't mention, which I know is one of your biggest mm -hmm. music. Mm -hmm music. And I know you're a big music person as well. And so when you think about your power song, a song that just lights you up, what would you say it is, Danny? Let Rosie go first. <laughs> <laughs> so I am a true Swifty. I've been a Taylor Swift fanatic just my entire life. And so I would have to say Taylor Swift. Um, she has such a good catalog, obviously, but I would probably have to say the song that fires me up that I'll crank in the morning going to work or school is Bad Blood by Taylor Swift with Kendrick Lamar. Such a good song. And what mm -hmm. about you? Currently, mine is Long Live by Taylor Swift. Long Live? Oh, we've got two there. <laughs> We're hanging up. <laughs> okay. Well, what many people don't know is I've often talked about 3HQ, which is, you know, the headquarters of yourself. You've got your head, your heart, your highest self. But... Out of 3HQ, which is a pretty big concept, what we came up with was this process called Tune In. But the origin of Tune In, that's where people don't really know what Tune In is and where it came from. And I have to say that it came out of being in a car ride 
with the kids, specifically where we actually created the game was a a day that the one on my right, Miss Rosie, was actually in one of her um, 13-year-old moods, should yeah. we say. <laughs> And she got in and I thought, oh my gosh, she was, she was sad. She was like almost crying that things just were not falling in place for her at that moment. And she didn't really want to go to school and she didn't really want to be with the family. She I didn't. was a very emotional kid. And so I, I really did wear my heart on my sleeve, which mm -hmm. like is a good thing now because I'm in touch with my feelings, but also for my family growing up, it must've been kind of difficult just because I wouldn't, I wasn't good at hiding my sadness or my anger. And so but you know what, what you were able to do getting in that car, you created something that now thousands of people are using every single day. And mm -hmm. it's the tune in process. So she would get in the car and this specific day, I was just like, what could I possibly do to change this kid, to help, to help her get through it and to help myself get through it? Because I had to still take her on this like 20 minute drive. So I said, we're playing a game. It's called change the channel and I'm going to push a button and you're going to have to, whatever I say, you're going to have to sing. Mm -hmm. And so she would, and she would sing like Taylor Swift and she could pick any song. And then I would say Grateful Dead and she'd have to sing a Grateful Dead. Or I'd say, you know, the, the uh, Rocky theme song and she'd have to sing that, whatever it was. And I would just go click, click. It was changing the stations, but changing the channel. And that would elevate her energy. Because by the time we got to where we were going, she was actually really happy. So what I want to do with you girls right now is I'm going to take you through the process as it is known today. And I want you to answer the questions, okay? So okay. step one in, in this tune in is what is a challenge that you're going through right now? It can be, it can be in work. It can be personal, something that you want intention out there, what would it be, Danny? For me, I think it's, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to move to New York in March. Um, I'm super excited for it, but I'm I so excited. there's for a you. lot of change and challenge that comes with a move across the entire country. Okay. San Francisco to New York. I mean, that's a good one. Okay. And what would yours be? I would say mine is right now, I work in the music industry and it's such a vast field and industry. There's so many different jobs in it. And so mine would probably be picking one section in that in the industry and just like, because I feel like I'm good at multiple things, but right now I'm done with all my internships. So I'm not doing everything. Now I have to like lock in one, one job, you know? And so it'd probably be figuring out what I want to do. Like what is yeah. that dream? Job? Yeah. Is it A&R? Is it publishing? You know? So. so good. Okay. So that's step one. That's head-based, right? Because you're challenged, you're thinking about it. So when you have a challenge, you're actually operating at a lower vibrational level. Everything has emotion, or excuse me, everything has a vibrational level to it. So what we want to do in order to solve your challenge is we need to elevate you, highest self, elevate you to a higher level. How we do that is our power song, power song. Mm -hmm. So yours was... Bad blood. Yours was? Long live. Okay. I want you to hear the song in your brain, in your mind, hear it, and take it from your head to your toes, 20 seconds, okay? Move your body. Move your body because we're changing the state. Are you, are you hearing it? Mm -hmm. Turn it up, bro. 
Are you hearing it? Oh, yeah. Okay, turn <laughs> it up. Turn up the volume, Danny. Thank goodness, because I thought you were going to ask us to sing. <laughs> and I was about to be like, actually, I draw the line. Actually, can I tell you? I should have made Rosie. Okay, so here we go. That has to happen for 20 seconds. Neuroscience based. We've got to change the state. So we've got our songs. Are you feeling a little bit better now? Feeling good? So now we go into step three. Step three is the emotion. It's the heart behind it. I want you to be the star of your mini movie. You are creating a movie that is the opposite of what that challenge was. So you are seeing yourself in the most incredible job you've ever had, your dream job. You are seeing yourself in New York, loving life, no regrets, just mm. being in the moment, right? But keep it going. Like now I want you to visualize that, get excited about it. But guess what? You are wearing, you are on stage right now. You are thinking about this and you are wearing a certain color. What color are you picturing yourself right now? I'm in red. You're in red? I was thinking red too. Okay, both you of you are in red. You can't have red. No, you got to have red. You both can have red. And here's what I want you to do. Intensify the red. Intensify it. 10X it. Make it so vibrant. Tune back into your power song. Move your body. Close your eyes. Move your body. And just feel in to that moment where you're there. All right, feel into it. Oh my God, this is so good. Now what I want you to do, every great movie has a picture attached, right? That billboard in Times Square. I want you to do this. You're gonna open and close your eyes when I say click and you're taking an internal picture of that image three times. Ready? Internal picture. Click, click, click. Do you have one picture that you absolutely, what is it? One, two, or three? Two. Two. I have one. Number one is your favorite? Mm -hmm. Okay. That is the image that you're going to keep going back to. Now we go into step four. And step four is where we create, once again, we're back in our head, a micro action, micro action that actually gets you one step closer to that visual, that image of you. So Danny, what could you do today? Because again, I always say speed is success. Success loves speed. What could you do today to get one step closer, tune back into your song? I can see you like, like kind of hearing it and this is good. So what do you think you could do? First thing, I'd like to change my song to a different Taylor Swift song. <laughs> Welcome to New York. <laughs> so it just goes along perfectly it with does. the pictures. Okay, and you, now we're going to take you yes. through the whole step again and do whatever song, but this is the thing. I got the same picture, but okay. I'm playing the other one. Okay, yeah. you're playing the other one. Mm -hmm. So what would be that first step that you could take? Small micro action. I think one thing that would help with my comfort and get me more excited would be to go on to Street Easy, find some killer apartment and just start scrolling through a few. Just start to get aware and excited that. with uh, what's out there. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I love that. Okay. And you, what could you do? One mic, tune back into your song, mm -hmm. tune back in, visualize that picture. Mm -hmm. And what would be a micro action you could take today to get you one step closer to that like perfect job i think i could go on youtube and we'll jot down the five positions that i have i feel like i'm good at and i could go on youtube and 
look up day in the lives of like those people and what they do. That's so I great. See, like, That's really good. So I could just see, you know, because I feel like sometimes it's hard because like it's hard to know what you want when you can't visualize yourself there. And my biggest problem and like hardship through that has been it's there's not a lot of strong like female mentors in the music industry. Most mm. managers, mm-hmm. most head of the labels are men. And I, I'm a very just like girls girl. And so I always like try to bond with people and women specifically, but the women in the industry are a bit more cutthroat because they've had to work really hard to get to where they are. And so it's been, you know, like it's, it would just be nice to try to find on YouTube, just like a day in the life of someone like me, that's just actually enjoying what they're doing, but also really successful. So do you have anyone out there that's a female that you think is a really great mentor for you? I mean, I, you. Oh, like, you're so sweet. No, in the music <laughs> industry, you're so yeah, sweet. No, I, I, I do. Can you I do, do a shout out? Can you do a uh, shout out to yeah. one person? Yeah. Uh, Rio, that was someone, she's an amazing person and just someone that I, at my last internship has just really showed me what it takes to be a good like worker in the music industry, but also a good person. And she loves her life and she just has great energy. And also another girl named Lauren, who is the head of sync at Crush. Shout out Crush. And yeah. Okay. So so Lauren and Rio. So what you did though, you just gave yourself about five micro actions. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Because you could (laughs) you could do five. You said, hey, (laughs) I you know all these different positions. Mm -hmm. You could go on YouTube. You know, even the mentors, there could be like putting a list together of who would you really want. Mm -hmm. You even threw out a couple names. What would be the one? Because I want you to really think micro, smallest action you could take, because that was a lot. Mm -hmm. Which one could you do today? Even if it's just like, what? What would that be? Uh, Go on YouTube and look up a day in the life of the head of A&R at one of the record labels that I would like to work at. That's it. So that is the entire tune-in process. And you girls just went through it. Mm -hmm. And my suggestion is any time that you're starting to worry about it, get anxious, you go right to this place. I have in my, you know, coaching a lot of people for a long time. I have people do this five, 10 times a day. Mm -hmm. Because imagine the feeling that you had when you're like, okay, I could do this. Mm -hmm. Anytime you have that challenge, tune in. It's such a cool process. Do you think tuning in is kind of like like a micro version of manifestation? It's the beginning steps Uh to actually have manifestation work. Great question. I've seen you just, you are able to manifest pretty much anything in your life. Like this woman, (laughs) I I used to just think she was super lucky. But now I (laughs) do think that there is some universe spiritual thing behind it just because you could, you could say, I want a, I want it to (laughs) snow right now in California. And you could visualize it and then it'd be snowing in college. She's the person who, if she needs to get a flight home, there's one spot left on the plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, here's the best part. And then part. she gets upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the best part of that is that you were my guinea pigs 
when I first started, because you know, I don't believe in vision boards. I don't believe in dream boards, but I do believe <laughs> in believing, <laughs> believe it boards. <laughs> believe it board. Okay. It's the believe it board. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, you're both like, wait a second. What's that? No, it's called the believe it board. <laughs> Why am I lying on the pod? That's so good. Well, maybe when I was, when I was teaching you guys how to do it 10, 15 years ago, I was still calling it a dream board yeah. or I never called it a vision board, but no. Anyway, dream board. Right, dream board. But mm-hmm. now it's really a believe it board. And I got to say, you have, Danielle, one of the most incredible believe it board. I mean, it even blew my mind. Share share the story. So I'm sure you all remember Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It was the first series I actually ever read. And I think I read all the books in like two weeks. I was obsessed with Twilight. In fact, I'd go into my mom's computer and use about 200 pages of, sh- of uh, paper and all of her ink just to print out pictures of all these characters. <laughs> and I'd glue them into a large notebook <laughs> that I bought. I was obsessed with Twilight. Yeah. Um, and the movie came out, loved it, must have watched it 10, 15 times. Then I saw the second one. I was like, gosh, I'm just so obsessed and I want to meet the cast. So I started this dream board when my mom said, you know, put few things that you really want to happen. The first was, you know, I want to meet the cast of Twilight. <laughs> um, Along with like every other teenage girl in the world. Agreed. Agreed. Second thing, I want to become class president next year when I uh, go to sixth grade. And I want to go to Iceland. Um, those were the, the three things. And uh, <laughs> I put them on there. And why did you I, want to go to Iceland? Do you remember why? No, I the, don't. I did a rod. You were doing a the report. You were doing a report and you were like, I don't know where they do those mushing things. And I'm like, I don't either. You it's, could do Alaska, Alaska. Or, or Iceland. <laughs> yep. And so, okay, and, so tell what happened. And lo and behold, I think I did this in like January. My mom's very big on kind of kick off the new year. <laughs> By the end of the next year, all three had happened. <laughs> all three. All three. Do all you three. realize you put, especially the Twilight. That, that one, specific that one specific. You said, I want to meet the cast. I want to see the pr- premiere and I want to take pictures yeah. with the cast. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, okay. So within a week and a half, <laughs> I am seated at a dinner and the guy next to me, and I'm going to do a shout out to Tim. And it was at, it was my house. I was having a dinner party at my house. And Tim looks at me and says, hey, do you, you know, do your, um, do your girls like Twilight? I'm like, are you kidding me? And I'm thinking, of course, this is just like small banter talk. And he said, well, I've got one ticket or two tickets, two tickets to the premiere. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. And he said, well, and then you're also going to be able to take pictures with the cast. I'm like, are you kidding me? And so I said, oh my gosh, only two tickets? Is there any way we can get a third? And he's like, well, there was only two. We know who would have got. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we ended up going and it was absolutely incredible. Now, you also did a Believe It board and you have been doing it. But recently, the biggest one came when you were thinking about college. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I knew I wanted to go to school for music. And so USC had always been a dream school of mine. My sister went to UCLA, so I was very familiar with just going to LA and stuff. And I just had this this just like such a glamorized vision of myself in LA living there, kicking butt, working in the music industry. And, but obviously school is hard to get into. And I think USC has like a, it has a really small acceptance rate. And I remember I was, I was on 
campus with my mom and my mom looked over at me and she goes, do you want to go here? And I was like, more than anything. And she told me to like mount my stance and visualize myself there and just visualize myself feeling confident walking to class. And so we took like five minutes where I just stood there and I felt kind of silly because I closed my eyes. I really visioned myself there. And I had to do the Wonder Woman stance in the middle of campus. Yeah. (laughs) And but hey, it worked. And I am about to graduate from USC now. And yeah. I mean, it was so it was so incredible. And I remember we bought a doll Mm -hmm. that had a little cheerleading outfit on it that said, yeah, see, not that you want to be a cheerleader, but the whole that was the only doll they had. And I remember we had it on your bed Mm -hmm. and you were visualized. You had all the things in front of you, you know, pasted on the wall. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just when I talk about this stuff, people people don't realize it works. Mm-hmm. You do the process. You do believe it board. You do rocket goals. Why does it work? <laughs> Danny, so good. You want to know why? She's like, and you're going to have to read the relaunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As a matter of fact, I've got a book called Relaunch <laughs> that talks all about it. But the main reason it works is that your brain is wired when you have a thought When you have an emotion with the thought, it is designed. There's something in the back of your head called the reticular activation system. And have you ever, have you ever had this happen? Don't hit the pole. Don't hit the pole. Don't hit the pole. What happens? You hit Hit the the pole. pole. Yeah, hit the pole. So imagine the reverse. I want to go to, I want to go to that premiere. I want to go to that premiere. I want to go to that premiere. Your brain starts to work on actually making that happen for you. This is the thing. The universe wants to deliver. Mm -hmm. And you are a supercomputer that can make anything happen. Mm -hmm. Anything. Nothing. It's not like the universe says, oh gosh, that's a big, that's a big goal. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. a teeny goal. No, it's all one and the same. I have a question for you. Do you think, like I, I know we speak of like, the universe and, you know, just like spiritual stuff. Like, do you think religion plays any part in that? Like, do you thank God for some of the stuff that happens? You know what? That is such a great question because many people that work with me Mm -hmm. are multi-religious, like different language or different religions. Some are not religious at all. Mm -hmm. Some are spiritual the universe. They have a connection with the universe or some they're like, I don't even know what the connection is, but I know there's something more than me. Mm -hmm. For me, I am a Christian. And so I believe in God. So when I'm calling on, you know, what, what I'm trying to manifest, when I'm putting together my believe it board, I infuse it with my, you know, my master, the one that I believe created me and I do. I infuse God into mm-hmm. my tune-ins. I infuse God into when I'm putting out my rocket goals. Now, there is something funny. Skazy. Skazy. <laughs> okay, girls. Skazy. What does that mean? It's a combination. Scary and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is that you go to, was it high school where someone's like, you use the word scazy and they're like, what does that mean? I hope it was middle school. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? My friend goes, scazy? That's not a word. <laughs> and and what did you say? I said, it is. <laughs> My mom uses it. I think the- that's <laughs> the funny part about having kids is you can kind of, you can kind of teach them whatever you want, you know, like 
And obviously, I think you and dad raised us incredibly. But like you did teach us like some crazy words. I'm like, <laughs> even like, yeah. Yeah, no, we won't go there. Yeah, no, we all know. And, and, and then the girls find out that there's no such word. But you know what? My mom did that too. Okay. So as we're wrapping it up, one of the things that I love doing is I love asking people, what is their favorite product that they would, if you had a gift to give someone right now, what would that product be? Mm-hmm. I, so I would have to say the Selena Gomez's rare liquid blush. I think it's just incredible. It's such a good consistency because it blends in really well and it has like 20 different colors. And so there's like a super pinkish one, there's purple, like, but it all, I don't know, for me, like that's been, cause I love rosy cheeks. My name's Rosie. So <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. And then yeah. what about, what about you, Danny? I would say the super goop, the super goop glow screen. It's a quad oh. glow screen. Glow, glow screen. Screen. Glow. Cream? Glow screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> glow screen. So, I'll have to write that one down. <laughs> it's quite a mouthful. But um it's amazing. I've used it on vacations and when you're just kind of out um hanging out at the beach all day or whatnot. It's this sunscreen, but it has this like tint and glow to it. It comes in like a bunch of different colors. I usually get one that's like a little bit darker than mine. Is it like the mirror. elephant drops? Yes, exactly. But I'd say the consistency is a bit different. It's like very dewy and glowy. Mm-hmm. And I got so many compliments when I wore it on my last trip. Um, it's just like the perfect like chill by the pool type mm-hmm. of uh, a face thing. Wonderful. And then I also wear it every day for work at home. Oh. Like when I'm not uh, putting on kind of foundation and all yeah. that type of stuff. It's just a great kind of... Well, we will go ahead and put that in the show notes. And the very last question is, what is your word of the year that you are really going to lean into for this next year? <laughs> I didn't <laughs> wait, for the wait, wait, wait. I'll tell you what mine is. Okay. Mine is simplify and ignite. Actually, two words. Simplify and ignite. What would yours be, Danny? Mine would be boundaries. Um, I heard one of your friends say that when we went around and each said a word for the year at the start of 2023. That's right. I remember that. I remember that. It's just really resonated with me the whole year. Just being able to say no sometimes. I think kind of coming out of college a few years ago, you always say yes, 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 yes to everything. Um, And I think you get to an age where you feel like you're being spread so thin and in so many directions. And I think boundaries this year has been great. I've actually felt so much more peacefulness and, and happiness. So I want you to go and I want you to write that down mm-hmm. when we're done because that is so perfect for you right now. And I loved how you said it. That was yeah. really nice. And then Ro, what's Mine yours? would have to be action because I think a lot of times I say I want to do something or I like, you know, make plans and then I bail on them. So I want to just like stay true to my word, one, when it comes to relationships, but then also if I talk to you, you know, like saying that I'm going to watch this video today or like I'm going to reach out to someone that could help with my career to actually do it. So I would I would say action. So great. Well, I have loved having you both on. Mm-hmm. I would love to have you come back. We did not even touch on the idea around blended families. I mean, we have so much that we We're could. We're going to need a part two. We need a part two. <laughs> but for right now, everyone out there, you know, squeeze those kids, call the kids, Get get connected because I got to tell you, these two and of course, Derek and Willie and Henry, they light me up. That's what, you know, I sit here and I'm like, gratitude, 
This is my attitude of gratitude right here, sitting here, bringing this to you today. So again, as you know, live now, love now, relaunch now. You want to say it with me? Live now, love now, relaunch now. And we will see you again next week. Take care, everyone. You've just heard another episode of the Relaunch Podcast. If something shared in this episode resonated with you, please head over to iTunes right now and leave us a five-star review and share this episode with others to inspire them to take the small steps that lead to a life full of purpose and possibility. And remember, you can have immediate access to the show notes and any giveaways at therelaunchco.com backslash podcast. Until next week, now is your time to relaunch your transition into a transformation.